Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com The April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate have been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today, 435-632-8869. Hello, all of our friends and relations out there. Welcome to It's a Great Day to Talk. I am long lost Jill, and (laughs) to my right is the lovely Patricia. Hello. And and to her right is the lovely, lovely Kim Michelle. Hello. And we're so happy to be here for our bi-weekly summer schedule podcast for tonight. To my left, we have our very special returning guest, Ms. April, that we love so much. I'm trying to earn my jacket. Well, we might, we might need to bite close. I think 10 more podcasts or so, and you'll be right there. Get her own avatar up here. Well, she needs to be on the other side of Kim Michelle so that we have blonde balance. Oh, yes. Mm, yeah. Blonde yeah. balance yeah. on the, mm-hmm. on the logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. So we are so happy that you, our listeners, are here with us, and we hope that your summer is fantastic you are those of you that are here in st george are surviving our heat Mm -hmm. those of you that are not in st george are jealous of our heat oh are they this time of year no not this no not this time so wait for another two seasons and then you'll be Mm -hmm. you'll be jealous october when you can trick-or-treat with your kids in flip-flops that's yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's how it rolls that's Mm -hmm. how it rolls but tonight our theme or our conversation is going to center around april's trip her humanitarian trip to the ukraine if you remember those of you that are with us on a regular basis, she went to Ukraine uh, May 24th. She was there until June 2nd. She and a couple of friends collected a large sum of money. They went to Poland and in Poland, they spent their time serving and helping get supplies, needs and things actually not only to the families, but to the front line. And we're so happy to have Miss April here with us to share with us about her experiences. We've talked a little bit about those, and I promise you, this is a podcast. This is a, an episode that you don't want to miss because it is very powerful. And the things that April saw, experienced, the people she helped, the relationships she built, built are. I mean, it's a once well, in a lifetime yeah, opportunity super to u- help unique like that. to any of us at, yeah. at this time of it, war. I, I mean, I think it's super unique and it's a universal story. Yep. So, and so April, there's thank a you. place Sorry, where you. all of us can step into mm-hmm. service and contribution 
And um, so this is such a powerful example and story of that where we can step in to make a contribution wherever a need is. Wherever so I'm a, a so, hu- a yeah. human need. We're not, we're just talking about humans. humans. That's yeah. all we're talking about. Not alien need. No. Nope. Well, I mean, they're, a- they're next. They're people too. They're next. Kind of. Oh, yes, I think they're them. aliens. How do you know? <laughs> oh no. Well, well are they green? And we digress. Okay. <laughs> okay. April's also here, here to keep we us go. on track. She, yes. She's on a, this is a very strict uh, podcast. Protocol. We're on. Protocol. Okay, April. Right. Thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you. Thanks for coming again. I mean, yes. this yeah. is your fourth so time. Yeah. I can. I can honestly. I know. I can say on behalf of the two beauties on my right that we just appreciate all of the energy and effort and putting your personal safety and comfort aside. What you did for humans that we share this experience with. Well, we're not sharing their experience. Well, we're sharing a life experience. But we're sharing a life. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Sean, get our lighting right. That's perfect. <laughs> You're not mm-hmm. supposed to notice that. <laughs> so thank you for having me back. Um, I know your listenership goes up because I force all my uh, friends to listen. I just send up the link out to a couple of people. Great. So hopefully it's Great. helping your listenership go up. I don't know if you track such things, but of course yes. we're very serious <laughs> about this process. We track of course it. we do. <laughs> From one to two at least, because I listen to it when I get home just to critique myself. But yeah, so we um so I had a um a client. I sell real estate and I had a client. He's been a great client of mine. He's um a former military um he's he was in the um Marines and and at each time he'd get deployed, he'd come home and buy a house with his bonus or um so he'd bought quite a few houses. He'd been to Afghanistan a couple of times and Iraq. And, and so I've known him since he was just a young kid to me. Everyone's young, I guess. But anyway, he went um, with a friend of his to Ukraine when the war first started there because um, his friend had family down in Ukraine near Kiev. And his friend was worried about his family had lost communication with him and, and really wanted to get over there and, and see if he could help get his family out. Um, and Tim, my client, had offered to go with him just to see if they what what they could do. Mm-hmm. So they made it down into Ukraine, and um, and the war was new, and they were able to get to this kid's family, but they weren't able to get them out at the time. But they were able to get them to safety. But while they were there, they tried to help people. They they tried to give some people money. They tried to um, offer people rides out of Ukraine and into Poland and. And um, people didn't trust them. They were two American men. Tim has a beard, and I don't know if the other guy did, but um, they had had some bad experiences with Russian soldiers and maybe Americans, and and just they were very fearful of of, um, people. And he had come back and told me about his experience, and he said, I want to go back. There's so much to do, but I need to take some women with me so these people will trust me. And I had told him, well, I'll I'll go with you. I'm like, if you think it's safe, I would go with you. So he, um, he was surprised that I'd said that, and he asked um, his mother-in-law if she wanted to go, and then I'd asked a, a couple of people if they wanted to go, and we put together a group of seven of us who went over with Tim, and um, and so all together we had eight people, and we put together this group, and, and we were able to go over and... And a couple spoke um, the language, the language, right? Yeah, we were really mm-hmm. lucky that um, one of the gals is just a young gal who had served, served an LDS mission in Ukraine, and then her boyfriend had served an LDS mission in Russia. So we had those two that were 
really speaking the language pretty well. Most people over there in Ukraine speak Russian. They don't want to right now. Yeah. They're a little anti-Russian, as you can imagine. You, right. Weird. Weird. <laughs> so, but if they, if they needed to communicate, they could speak in Russian, and that came in handy a lot, actually. So, so Tim went over a week uh, before us, and he, he met up with um, this man that we found through um, Spencer Spencer. Oh, I just got his names. Why didn't I write it down? He's from St. George. He's a local, and people will know him, So, except for me, obviously. Um, Spencer Swift. That's even an alliteration. Easy. I love alliteration. Yep. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Spencer Swift is from St. George, and he, many years ago, had um, served an LDS mission in Ukraine and hooked us up with a, a man named Andre, who he had heard was in Ukraine doing good, good work. And um, so Tim went over a week before us, and Andre has become quite famous over there as the man to go to who's really trying to get things to people who aren't getting it in other ways. And um, there are a lot of groups out there trying to do a lot of good, and we don't, we're not different in that way. But, but Andre, in particular, is taking his little white van, filling it up, and getting it out to places that other people just aren't making it to. And they've run out of gas, kind of, in Ukraine. There's mm-hmm. just not a lot of places to get gas. And, and so people aren't able to make it into the bigger cities to pick up supplies where the supplies are coming into. Um, and Andre's taking the supplies from—he started just taking them from Kiev into these outer um, regions to where people were in trouble. And, um, and it's grown. So he's—when um, we first started, we just— um, we started shopping for Andre. Honestly, we we asked him, "What do you need?" And he would gather lists, and people could send him um, lists of things they needed, mostly baby supplies. And um, so we were getting formula and baby diapers and um, baby bottles and wipes and just all the things that, if you imagine, that you'd run out of if you didn't have access to for even a week. Um, that's what we were buying. And so the first time we met Andre, he brought us two refugees. We did a refugee exchange program. He would bring us refugees, usually older women who had thought they could make it, who thought they'd be okay, and then things got really hard, and they decided they needed to get out. Um, so he'd br- he brought us two 70-year-old-ish refugees, and we just filled his van full of everything we had bought. And for, through the donations of people like you, you guys all donated, and um, like you said, we, we raised over fifty thousand dollars between the the seven of us, and and we and fifty thousand dollars went so far in Poland. It was awesome. Um, in fact, um, the little missionary couple that we took, they're young, and they're like, "Man, if there was anything to do in Poland, we would come on our honeymoon here because your money goes so far." <laughs> <laughs> There's just not a lot to do in Poland. <laughs> so, but. quick question: When you when they brought you the two refugees, what did you do with them? You filled his van up with supplies, took the two women, and and so they had to have kind of a plan in order for Andre to bring him out. Um, and, but one of them was just trying to get to. Um, Prague. And Prague is about a seven-hour drive from the Poland border. Um, and Andre, Andre thought he, he would may have to just drive her. And he was willing to do that, to get her to safety. And when we She picked, had family in Prague? Yeah, or, yeah okay. her daughter was waiting for her in Prague. He, she had made it to Prague. 
And so when we picked her up, we thought we might drive her. We had rented a little car and then a big van that we could fill with supplies, but our little car was more for running around. And then we looked into plane tickets, and the plane ticket was like 150 bucks. And we're like, Jeez. oh, you're yeah. we're flying you. Done and done. So, uh-huh. yeah, right? so we bought her a plane ticket, and, and we took her to the airport. And then the other gal had arranged a, a plane ticket through a different airport in Poland. Um, so our, our other van took her to the um, to the airport. But it was really interesting. So they didn't speak English hardly at all. Um but this older woman was in the car with um, one of our little missionaries who spoke Russian, and she spoke Russian. And, and I asked him to ask her, I said, what, you know, what would you tell Americans? If you could talk to Americans right now, what would, you, what would you tell them? And she was beautiful. She was so wonderful. And she just said, I really, we really never thought our brother country would invade us like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. We, we never thought this would happen. And then she said, I just want America to know how grateful we are for all the help they've sent and Europe too. We're grateful for Poland for opening their borders to us. And we're grateful for all the help the people have sent. And we do believe we'll, we'll win this war. Mm-hmm. If we stand strong, we'll believe we believe we'll win it. Um, and she was just so gracious and so wonderful. And she felt terrible about leaving. They really have um, a patriotic spirit mm-hmm. about their country. Yeah. And they really did want to stay and show that solidarity to their soldiers and to their, to their country. Um, but she was, she was over 70 years old and, and had just become, it become too much. And it's really interesting how they live. Most of them live. So Andre is this amazing little man. Like, oh, I hope he doesn't hear that. He's like five, <laughs> he's like five, nine. He's and, a huge man in a small body. Yeah, he's just, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just a, a mountain of a man in what he's done and how many lives he's saved. But, but I think you think of what he's doing and how many people he's helped, and you think of it, and he's got a pretty high. Um, he's a stake president in the LDS Church. There, it's a pretty high calling. What? Do, yeah, I was going to say, what does that mean? It's a pretty high calling. That's a big calling. It's uh, the, his church it's, job. His his church job is a mm-hmm. pretty high. It's over a bishop. It's over. I like it's high in the church. That's a pretty, you know. Anyway, and so I asked Tim, our our friend, who's an atheist, and they're driving all over the country together. I'm like, you guys sound like a bad joke. And I, an atheist and a state president got in a van. <laughs> <laughs> I drove into a war zone. I drove into a war zone. <laughs> I said, where did they went and stayed at Andre's house? They went and checked down his house in Kiev. And I said, where does he live? Where does he live? And he says, he lives. He's like, have you ever been to New York? Yes. Have you ever been to the projects in New York? Not really. He said, his apartment looks like one of the projects in New York. It is probably 10 stories tall, it is 200 apartments long. And he lives on the seventh floor of this huge apartment building. He is, in the grand scope of things, he is no one. He is one man in a in a in a sea of men, and yet, if you know Andre, you're alive today. You have food today. You have, you've survived this because he handed you a bag that was made by you know. And even if you don't know Andre, if you know where to go, because Andre's bringing food to the next yeah. town and then the next town, um, his phone rings constantly people sending him lists and we just he would send us the list that people would send and it was really sad because the, the list would change we we're just busy in Poland shopping Andre would send the list to Tim Tim make sure it's all in English that we can read mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we would start shopping and the list would change so like one day we, we were able to help them get a second van 
um, they were $800 away from getting a second van. And the people in Ukraine are helping Andre now. They, they, they see what he's doing and they're trusting him. There's other people helping. So if we could fill Andre's van, they would bring it to the border, we'd fill it, and he'd take it and hand it off to someone and they'd get another van and bring it to us and we'd fill that up and they'd take it to another another place. And and one of our lists one day was we need burn. We need burn stuff. We need any kind of saline. We need burn ointment. We need burn bandages that Russia has just used chemical weapons on a town and they have burned everyone. And um, oh, it was just heartbreaking. Which is against everything. Yeah, just everything. Because it it doesn't discriminate, right? It burns kids, it burned dogs, it burned everything. And so we were going to every Alteca, which is a pharmacy, and they're tiny, and asking for anything they had that could hurt, that could help with a burn. And using Google Translate and our little missionaries with their language skills to be like, and it's for the refugees. And they were just, they were just attacked with chemical weapons. And then these, uh, these pharmacies who didn't want to sell us everything they had would kind of be like, and this is everything we have. Yeah. (laughs) So to help Mm -hmm. us get that, that order filled. But so we had, we just bought a ton of, um, as many medical supplies as we could. And they're losing soldiers every single day. So I don't know if anyone's watching the news, but they just bombed a mall. Yeah. And there's press out there. And I was just reading some comments that are spinning it. Like, there's some awful, awful spin on this. Like, oh, that's where they're harboring all their weapons. They don't have weapons. You can't have a gun. Like, they're, like, Tim would love to take a gun down it. You can't take guns into this country. It's not like the U.S. where everyone has guns. This is not an armed militia. They didn't start with guns. They didn't start with food supplies. Like those little apartments, they go down to the corner store every day. And Patty, you lived in Sweden. Food. You know. Yeah, yeah, you go to the store every day. Every day. And yep. you get where you're yeah, going to you eat. You ride that your day. bike. Yeah, and the you refrigerators are just your small. Backpack on, you fill that up, and then you ride your bike back yeah. home. And yep. Yeah. So you can imagine the store being gone yeah there's not a costco there's no costco and you don't have a two-year supply room and you don't have freezers and yeah mm-hmm. all the stuff it's not they don't live like that so in a lot of ways they're healthier because everything they make is fresh that day and they pick up a loaf of bread and they pick up some tomatoes and i think we had tomatoes and cucumbers for breakfast like every day like mm-hmm. do you guys not know what french toast is <laughs> <laughs> but um let me show you yeah. <laughs> but anyway so they were woefully unprepared to be without water, without power, without gasoline for six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six months. Oh my gosh. And they're just Russia's poisoning their water. They're out of they're out of all everything. So everything we took them was like life saving. Yeah. And then we had to leave. And you wonder like so what's, what's next? Who's how next? long did we how long did we make that? Yeah. them go and then we're yeah who's who's, who's doing next who can yeah. go next and they are they need people so if anyone wants to go there's there's just tons of work to be done and Poland I can't say enough about Poland how amazing Poland was they opened their borders they let everyone in they're not stopping anyone from coming there's border patrols and you have to get checked out but there's none of this like oh we don't want you here there is no backlash they have we love Ukraine signs everywhere builder um, billboards everywhere wow. we love ukraine we're with you re- ukraine they have real ukraine um donation boxes everywhere 
Um, and didn't you say they have taken in over three million? I think three million refugees. Refugees just and there, and then processed tons. Like so, yeah. so they didn't keep them all. If you had, you know, anywhere in Europe, say you had relatives Family, in Italy, yeah. or mm-hmm. and that's you where cross there and then used it as a proceed. Yeah. Yeah. And they had stations set up. The train station had feeding stations and clothing stations and baby stations. One yeah. day we had dropped off all of our stuff to. Um, to the vans and filled the vans and we were going and we decided to go stop at the train station just to see if what was happening and the baby center had run out of all their baby supplies and we're like dude we can go buy you buy we can go buy you baby supplies and they're like who are you people and we're like we're just from utah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we ran to the local their costco is called the macros it was awesome so we went to the macros and bought tons of diapers and wipes and formula and and then we got there, and they were just thrilled. And we filled their shelves, and we were like, do you need anything else? And then they said, we're out of water. So we went all around the train station and bought um, just any kind of pallets of water we could find um, and then took it back over. And as we left, we could see them passing out the water to the moms in line mm. who had been in line to get the baby supplies that they didn't have until we got there to give them supplies. Right. So. Well, and you need water to make formula. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's uh, and and water to live. produce breast milk, right? Yeah. So if anyone was still nursing, like, yeah. But we just happened to stop in there, and then you leave, and you're like, so where do they get baby supplies tomorrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, so anyway, Poland has been awesome, and I would if you want to go help at all, and you want to go to Poland, they're waiting for you. There's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So, um. They are looking for old military uniforms. They're, they're military. Um, they don't have any way to wash them, and it's getting hot now. So they mm-hmm. started the war when it was colder, and now they're right. getting into their summer. So we do have people who are going to go back. Tim's going back next week, um, and he can take one big suitcase for free. And so if anyone has any mili- old military uniforms, he asked me to put the word out. Because sometimes you get out of the military and you never wear them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or you get several, several pair when you're in the military. So he donated all of his old ones. But So if anyone knows anyone, any wow. military uniform of any kind is appreciated. That's interesting. Um, tell us about, I know you, you told us a story once um, a couple weeks ago after you got back about the smuggling. Hey, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it, but they are... There are people who are trying to get things to the front line for the... It's a civilian army. These are not... Right. This is not an army. Not a trained militia. And they've Mm-mm. already killed more people that are, than there are in the um, the British army. I just read that stat. That who, more Ukrainian fighters men. have died than are in the entire British, British army. army. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and Ukraine didn't really have a big army. Mm-hmm. They, weren't, they weren't... Well, yeah. and they were down... Was it west or south? And they were fighting... Along the border, down there, west, yeah, and then they thought they kind of got them, like because yeah. when they retreated mm-hmm. out of Kiev, the capital, they celebrated. They thought yeah. they were done, but what had happened is they decided to come all the way down Around. to the west and took all the waterways. So Russia has just annihilated them on these waterway cities and they've blocked all of the waterways so they can't get any of their goods in or out and most people don't know but maybe they do but ukraine is considered the breadbasket of europe yeah. they create all, all of, of the, the grain wheat. all the wheat mm-hmm. all the bread all yeah. those products are made in ukraine and then shipped out through these waterways well no one's going to be getting bread and no one's getting 
I mean, Europe's going right. to be in trouble yeah. without them. So it's in everyone's best interest that this thing gets over. And Russia has shut off the gas to everyone, all of Europe. I mean, gas, everything in Poland was cheap except gas. We paid for gas like everyone else did, um, like here. Yeah. And gas was super expensive. So that will creep every all the other prices up just like we're seeing right. here. Without gas, we're... A little, I wish I would have bought a Prius. Why didn't I buy a Prius? <laughs> well, I just hate, I, I don't like being dependent on really anything, anything, anything. any yeah. source. Yeah. yeah. And especially an undependable source. Undependable? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, undependable. So, yeah. So, Russia changed tactics and it looked like Ukraine could celebrate, but they can't. It's worse now. And like that mall show, they're just, they're just ruthless. That mall was in the middle of a completely residential zone. Yeah. There was nothing going on there yeah. militarily. The, all the soldiers had tried to go down to the east to try to fight them from coming up further, and then they just bombed right oh. in the middle. Yeah, so. President Zelensky is saying it was absolutely just women and children that were in there yeah. shopping, shopping, like you would mm -hmm. do in a mall, yeah. and that there was not even close to any type of a hard military target whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Putin is saying that it was that a boo -boo. it was um, close to a military target, and someone's well, now they're saying, saying it's not oh, even they, they were close to one. Storing all the arms in there, yeah. And they're like it's not even. They don't yeah, have. They don't, they don't have, have the arms. means to even get any arms that far. Like you, there's a there's a limit on how much gas you can buy every day. Even even Andre trying to get down to where he needs to go, he bribes people with candy bars and patches like tim took him a whole stack of patches like they bribed their way down to get more gas what like, kind of patches like nicotine patches no like no like, like oh USA. really oh, yeah. that you can oh, sew on word. your shirts yeah. and stuff yeah. oh that's funny wow yeah. they just loved anything from the u.s so they were like oh gas here how about this i mean they still had to pay for the gas but how about some right. candy just let how us about have some more this? Let's, mm -hmm. let us buy some more so they could fill all three right. bands and right. um just trying to get someone to give you guys. there's no way Mm -hmm. Someone would take everything to the middle just so they could take it back out. Yeah. That, that is not a luxury yeah, right. that they have. Yeah. That transportation is not. Well, you're talking about people just like us that are trying to protect their homes and their families and their country that they love. Like you said, they're very patriotic and anything or everything that I've read indicates the very same. Yeah. And they are just like us trying to protect. I, you know, I've spent several well moments time whatever thinking about what would I do if my husband and two boys had to leave to go fight to save mm. us mm -hmm. to save our community and I can't even wrap my head around what the citizens of this country are going through and they're worried about their families at home. Mm -hmm. So they want to stay yeah. back and protect yeah. you, right? Yeah, they're right. like worried that, and that's the other thing is one of the times they asked if we could get rape kits. I'm like, oh, like man. Like a rape kit in the U.S. is to check to see if to, you've been raped, well, right? Well, to or check to, DNA. Yeah. Just to collect, it's to collect DNA. To collect it. And I think they, that that's not what they're doing. I think they think like. They probably were like protection or something. The morning after pillar because their women are just oh, being raped. Yeah. And they're so unbelievably vulnerable. By the Russian. Yeah. yeah. By the Russian armies. Mm. Yeah. Which is so awful. It's just so awful. So now you're left your wife and her 
whoever you're behind. Right. You're out because trying to Because you fight. have to. Uh-huh. And then they come in and they violated your home. And oh, it's just it's just terrible. It's so awful. So I don't know what this there And it's one man's ego. It's one man's war. It's, well, you know, despite whatever any single person's politics are, these are humans. Yeah. And if you, if a person is okay and can easily just say, well, that's what they get for living there. I, oh my God. I living, can't. I mean, I don't even understand yeah. that well, conversation. Yeah. And, we, and, we, and, and we know, you know, we know that that mm-hmm. happens. We know oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I think that, um, you can't perceive you, you really can't perceive and understand evil until evil is at your doorstep. And I honestly read everything, even the warnings to Zelensky about he's coming. Yeah. And I honestly believe that in his heart of hearts, he did not believe that he would go through with it. Yeah. Because well, it's they, the same they're with brothers. Everyone. You well, know what I mean? I mean, they're, yeah. it's... The people in Ukraine are mostly descendants from the Russian Russia. population. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like they are generationally one and the same. Right. And I just don't believe he could fathom they that just, someone would be that evil. Well, well it's and, it's exactly what happened with World War Two. You know, um, persons were like Jewish persons were warned about yeah, Hitler. Right. But they didn't leave. Not because. They're like, ah, oh, it's fine. They they didn't they didn't believe they the atrocities. It could be they're like, why would that someone? Far. What? Yeah. Why are they're using babies as target practice? What does that mean? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I can't it. even fathom that. But also, where else are we going? Right. Yeah. People yeah. don't just have lots of oh. places to go. And that's when or the means. I think of myself. I it's, think of us. It's like for us mm-hmm. to be able to suddenly have enough money to pack up and go and move somewhere else and mm-hmm. and. Leave you know what I mean? It's like, leave how, your, yeah, leave. Like, right. what day would you well, leave your job? Would you leave now because it's summer vacation? Would you leave? Right. Like, when do you heed that warning? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, what day is a good day? Oh, maybe I better work a couple more weeks and get one more paycheck. And, right. like, maybe it'll be better then. And right. Maybe, we'll, maybe yeah. you know, you'll, like, maybe mm-hmm. yourself. Rationalize whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. Well, and it's easy to sit on my, we've talked about this before, your air-conditioned couch and watch the news. And we talked about, like, Hurricane Katrina. And we're like, why didn't the people leave? Well, there wasn't public transportation. There wasn't mm-hmm. enough public transportation. And Where are they going? That people had the resources and the resources to, to leave if right. they didn't have their own vehicles or a yeah. place to be. And right. And so you, even a credit card that would hold one hotel room, like right, right, right. You know, That's the resources out of some people's reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think, I mean, it's the same, but not the same about um, the tragedy in San Antonio. Right. And all of those migrants found. There, most of, mm-hmm. I think we're up to Which, 50 now. That were found uh, um, in dead of heat exhaustion uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, in the back of a diesel would trying they, to find a better. Why would they come? Why would they come? Right. They're coming. Right. Who would do that? For really? This, they're coming for what? A better life. Yes. What they see as of, possibility. Well, it has to here. be so bad. And you know that the drug cartel, I think about this all the time. I've, I don't know what show I watch, but there's a kid who doesn't want to be in a drug cartel. He doesn't want to be, but they're going to kill his mom if he doesn't, or they're going to kill his sister if he doesn't. You're mm-hmm. going to take these drugs and you're going to take them over there. If not, we're going to kill your little sister. Well, if 
Of course, what would the, you do? Yeah. Right. So now you're taking the drugs. Well, now you're a drug runner. So now this is your life. And if you don't mm-hmm. do this, then you're going to do this. And we're going to cut off your head. And they do it. They oh, absolutely yeah. do it. Without, so now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you're a mom and you're seeing your kid is taking drugs for the drug cartel. And they're like, where did I go wrong? Well, you I've got to get him out. i got to get him out. Yeah. Because they're going to do it to the next one and the next one and the next one. I've got to get my family out of here or this is our life. And they're always in fear. And they're always threatening to kill one or the other. And it makes me crazy because we're like, you can't come in here, but we want those drugs. Who do you think they're selling the drugs to? Right. Yeah, right. Well, it's Americans who are buying mm-hmm. the drugs. Right, welcome. And then we're like building the wall. Well, just stop doing drugs. <laughs> right, right. And they won't need to come here because there won't be a drug well, cartel. Well, there's a little, there's too much logic there, but there's also too much money because yeah. the money ends up being anyway, the bottom line. That's my, right. that's my yeah. like, that Well, like, it's kind of, yeah, because it's all connected, right? It's all about human nature and the lack of and how we treat mm-hmm. the people that are around us and yeah. how we want to be treated as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love about this though is, uh, and I just really want to acknowledge you and everyone who went over um, and everyone who's gone over before you and everyone who will go over after you and not just in this particular instance around Ukraine, but in all of the areas of the world that we have human suffering going on and we're able to see them. Past our noses. Yeah, yep. that we're able to see them as part of mm-hmm. our shared human experience and that some arbitrary line in the sand that we call a national border does not somehow make you uniquely separate and different than me. Um, from being able to see a way to be of service understanding that you can't fix it all because I think sometimes that can be what stops us from doing anything Anything. is that we can't fix it all. So what good would this little bit be? But to those people who receive the benefits of that, whatever that little bit might have been, it's everything. It was everything. Mm-hmm. And I and I really want to thank everyone who donated because there's a thousand causes. There are a thousand good ways to spend your money and amazing things that people can do. And we had so many people, so many people who donated. Um, some people $5, some people $1,000. Like just knowing that we were trying and um, mm-hmm. willing to put their money towards this little step that we were trying to do and trying to ease even one person suffering or 30 people suffering or a hundred people suffering. Um, and they wanted to be a part of it, which was just so heartwarming. So on that note, um, we are trying to get Andre to come here and we're going to try to do a night with Andre, um, at the end of July. If, it's, things are getting worse. We really thought things were going to get better when Kiev kind of settled down and he's from Kiev. We thought, oh, good, we'll be able to have him come and talk about this. But So we'll see now how things go. But um, his little white van was all shot up. He yeah. had, had loaned it to, he had transferred vans, and the little white van that we first filled up was taken down into the, um, we didn't know it was the front line, but it became the front line, and it was all shot up. I've got pictures of that. But anyway, we've gotten a million mm-hmm. pictures and videos that, We'll put together a little slideshow and, and we'll let you guys know when it is and maybe you can talk about it and let have people Absolutely. come. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A night with Andre. We hope to have some waffles from Poland. Mm. Um, with caramel? With caramel. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sean, can you sc- uh, scroll through some of the pictures if you're watching live? Mm. Um, and rather we can put than- them on our 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can post them yep. on your Facebook yep. page yep. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got yep. to, we got together this week some because Tim's going back. So Tim took that picture and and we're gonna try to get him some more money to go back. He's going back next week. Okay. Um, so we're raising money again. So these little blue bags, this is great. These blue blue bags are from the Dollar Tree right here in Hurricane Utah or Utah, Southern Utah. We filled those. We took over 280 bags and we made them into like a 72-hour kit as we would know it. Just enough food and enough toiletries to get you through a couple days. Mm-hmm. So um, like instant soups and little shampoos and soaps. But and you bought all that stuff there. Over there, yeah. yeah. So we just took so the bags So you just took the empty here, bags, yeah. Uh-huh, and bought all the stuff over there and then we just compi- just put it together, put it yeah. together in our hotel rooms, and and we passed them out, and the people were so excited. And Tim said they kept trying to bring him the bags back because like they were so refill. nice. No, oh. no, no. He thought they thought they didn't want to take them. They oh. were like, oh, well, God. they don't have. That's Nothing. not how they shop. That canvas bag was like a, a big deal over there. And he's like, no, you keep, wow. you keep it, you keep it. And mm-hmm. then um, one of um, our people had taken over over a hundred Hot Wheels. Um, for a cars. little cars, just the little Hot Wheel cars, and the cat passed them out to all the little kids over there, and the kids were so excited. He said they just were like, this one little girl looked at it and looked at him and looked at it, and he's like, you can keep it. And she goes, yes. Oh, <laughs> like, that's so cute. Held it above her head like she mm. had just won the lottery. So Well, and, um, you know, somebody could ask, like, why didn't you just send the money over instead of go over yourself? But you had to go over because Somebody needed to do the work there. Yeah, you needed people there to do the work. Yeah, so there's there are people who are sending money, and there are companies and and there are systems in place to get a lot of big items to big places. So the Kiev Temple is full of food, which is awesome. But the breakdown is there's not a lot of people who can get to the Kiev Temple to get the food. Right. So to find someone, and that's how Andre started, was just trying to get the food that was coming in out to the people mm-hmm. and they've um they've still struggle with that because the people don't have gas and yes, the, people the don't, petro so, is gone yeah mm-hmm. so this the systems aren't in place to get it all out and then it was more than food that they needed so to compile those into bags and make them easy for them to hand out was just awesome they were so happy and we just filled one whole van full of over 100 bags and then other stuff too but we just filled it full of bags and they went into we have pictures of them just uh, the line looks like it's a mile long. Mm-hmm. And he said, your just heart was breaking because you're handing out bags and you know you're about to run out. Oh. And it's like, and, and every once in a while they'd have a little squirmish because they're worried about your your supply. Yeah. And they can tell. And he's yeah. and we tried to keep the van door kind of hidden so people didn't panic and just like keep calm, keep calm. Right. Like, we'll, we'll bring something we'll, back we'll, if we missed be, you. Yeah. Oh he my said gosh. that was the hardest thing about being on that part of it was just like you got down to the last few bags and you're just like, I, well, I hope you're worthy. I hope you're worthy. Like I'm almost out. I'm almost out. And it got hard. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's why usually when the United States goes to a country like when we went over to Haiti is you you can't just drop food over because people yeah. will kill yeah. themselves over yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have a military presence and a. System in place, system in place, pass it out because that. that, Yeah, Yeah, you don't want them hurting each other. No, trying trying to eat, Mm -mm. and you can imagine why they would be in that position. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, you're you're trying to feed your kids. Mm -hmm. They'll do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as mothers, we know that. Yeah. Yeah, Sean, do you have any more pictures up? uh, Three more. Oh, just those three. Oh, darn it! I thought I sent you a couple more. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Well, we'll post them on mm-hmm. our Facebook page yeah, so that you can them. see them. And we'll also keep you updated about Andre and um, his timeline 
uh, for visiting here. And um, if they wanted to make a donation for Tim's next trip, what would that look like? So April at April.Gates-3 is my Venmo. Sorry. At April-Gates-3 is my Venmo, and I'll get it right to him. We'll just give it. So what we've been doing is um, you can use your credit card over there very easily, and um, we just keep paying off his credit card. So he's he's really good about this is my he has a credit card or his own system for keeping what's his like he doesn't we don't put any airfare none of our food none of that got spent on personal stuff um only shopping yeah right and i'm a really good shopper it turns out (laughs) i've had years of experience and it like came in handy this trip you never know when you can uh you know cross check those skills skills transferable skills use yeah I was like, oh, this is like a Costco. I am in I am in my element. What do we need? <laughs> mm-hmm. Read me the list. <laughs> oh, April, thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you for you all that you and yeah. friends did. Yeah. I sure. am putting your Venmo on our post right now. That awesome. will. Thank you. Yeah, so he's going back over next week and hopefully bringing Andre with him back at the end of July. So if all goes well. Yeah. Oh, that bombing didn't help today. That was no. For sure. It did not. And, you know, we do want to celebrate that Sweden and Finland were um, admitted into NATO. So today. So hopefully that will provide some stabilization there or at least diminish the risk of Russia attempting to move into. Yeah, to move into some other places, Mm -hmm. knowing that they have the full support of NATO behind them. And hopefully icing out Russia and to the point that they know that they are completely isolating themselves from the rest of the world community may start to create an additional shift in the in the war over there. So we can only hope. Yeah. I And the Russian people are good people and they've had a hard, hard time. And I just really, I know that they don't want this either. This is not, in fact, we were over there and like KFC and McDonald's, I mean, in in Poland, those are popular. Yeah. We would try to eat at KFC and there's a line forever. Like they're so popular. And I'm like, the people in Russia must be so ticked. Like they've been closed for six months now. Right. And they love those places. They love America. You cannot imagine how much Europe loves America. And American things and American music and American people. And mm-hmm. so I had this, my best, um, my best day was we were at KFC and this guy was from, I forget which country, but Elaine tells the story better than me. My friend who went with us, she says, he's just looking at April and he says, you, you're from America. And they were talking to him and said, yeah, we're from America. And Oh, she looks like an American actress. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well, today's my best day, buddy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Only here in Poland am I considered a beautiful actress. So thank you. <laughs> well, the truth is, you know, if um, if the Russian people knew the full story, oh, there would be internal, yeah, um, there would be internal conflict going right. on in Russia as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, but unfortunately. They don't have access to, to a free press. To a free press, right? And uh, you know, we have access to a free press here, and we still can't get on the same page right. here. Right. So imagine what it's like there, there when you only have one source of information, mm-hmm. and it's very much being manipulated to tell a certain story yeah. that you know 
um, supports and props up Putin. So, so hauntingly you know, familiar. Yeah. So hauntingly so, uh, familiar. When that story comes out, those I I absolutely believe that the majority of the Russian people are going to be appalled as to what has happened there. Yeah. Uh, because you know that as stories get back bits and pieces, that revolution that's going to happen in Russia is starting to take some groundswell of support there. Yeah. But it's going to take a while and yeah. uh, for that to happen. And so I, I hope the rest of the international community doesn't wait to take action for that to happen first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so complicated. Yeah, but I know there are good people there, and that's uh, the thing that Ukrainians they know too. These yeah, are they and she when the little Ukrainian refugee said, "This is our brother country." Yeah, like she was just so sad, just so so sad that they had done this. Yeah, to them. it was yeah. really it was really heart wrenching. Like yeah, they and who would have thought in this day and age that like all the borders are established? Who is it that thinks that they can just go take one? Right. Well, so crazy. Putin. Putin. Anyway. Well, I can't say enough about um, how your heart is. Leads. You lead with yeah. your heart. Yeah. You do. Yeah. yeah. You do lead with your heart and always have. And I'm just glad we've got to have you on yeah, the show so Thanks many for having times. Me back. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. And what you a great, great story for everyone just to hear about, you know, what people are doing what you're yeah, what local people world. are doing and, and outside of your make own a home difference yeah. right there are a lot right. of people over yeah. there trying and it's awesome mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of people from actually a lot of people from utah but a lot of people from the united states and a lot of people from utah and some really great right. people out there yeah. i i think sometimes i'm like oh that's far away and i i'm just one person so i can't help right and you said and we i'm one out. person and i can go help yeah I can. that's Absolutely. amazing you're a good exa- you're an example yep. to everyone yeah if um you didn't get that venmo account number originally call patty yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it is on our um facebook page and i think it, it was also shared to our story and my story yeah. so it's April dash Gates dash three, and it has a little Ukraine heart. So with the hopefully. colors in it, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So hopefully, yeah, you know, recognize mm-hmm. it. But yeah, thank you, yeah. everyone. Every penny yep. goes over there, and it it does help. So right, thank you for joining us mm-hmm. on yes. a great day to talk. Yes, thank you. April. We will see you in a Peace couple of weeks, you, honey. Yes, bye everyone. Happy Fourth of July. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get get out out there and talk. talk.